Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back, everyone. Our next guest, I have been so excited to interview her. Why? Because last November in 2022, she actually reached her goal. And this is an important goal, not just for her and her family that love her so much and her friends, but also for all of us, every woman that is under our voice right now. This is so exciting. So let me start by saying this. First of all, her name is Lee Finke. She's always fought to change the world for the better. She's a divorced mother of two. Do I have that correctly? That's correct. <laughs> yes. Growing up in western suburbs of Minneapolis, Finky was always interested in politics, but never planned to be a political candidate herself. Well, as I told you in November last year, her first bid for public office, and she won it. She became the first transgender legislator appointed to the Minnesota House of Representatives after winning 81% of the vote in her district. So we're going to start out, Lee, first of all, by saying welcome to WCCO. So happy to have you tonight. Well, thank you so much for the invitation. It's a real pleasure to be here. I want to start out by asking, what is it like to be the first um, it's very exciting. I was very grateful and honored to be elected to represent my community, both in my district, but also as, as the first trans person elected. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of pressure. It was a lot of knowing that you will have a lot of eyes on you and that what you're doing will be seen not just by the people around you, but by everyone in the country, which has really turned out to be true. Yeah, and it's wonderful. What has challenged you the, month, the, the most when it comes to people getting to know you, approaching you? I mean, I read about the USA Today's Women of the Year. Tell us about that. Yeah, that was an incredible honor um, and one that I did not expect. Um, but it was, it was incredibly honored to be, I was incredibly honored to be among the women that they chose all around the country. And, you know, that is a great example of the, of both the, celebration of my presence in the legislature, but also the difficulty. A lot of opposition, a lot of people were angry. I heard a lot about it. I know the USA Today heard a lot about it. They had to release a statement, um, but they stood by that, of course, and, and it was a tremendous um, moment to be put into, you know, a class of political women that I've, you know, is a dream. It's really a dream to be there. It really is. Congratulations again on that. I'm curious to know, you are, 
You are a no-looking-back kind of woman, okay? Let's just put it that way, especially a legislator. Um, and I'm just wondering, is that still working for you? You know, you came in, you busted in, and everyone has paid attention to it. This next year, this year, has it felt the same way, and are you at all worried about the changes that are happening so quickly in our country? Well, I'm very worried about the changes that are happening all over the country. It's a very difficult time for the trans community nationally. Um, There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of worry. And it's founded in real concern. Um, We all are worried. Um, But I am, I I like the way that you put that. I am a no looking back woman, right? We got to move forward. We have to get work done. We need to identify who needs help around us and then find solutions to bring those people help that they need. And when we lose, we move forward. And when we win, we move forward. These are lifelong fights for justice and equity. And and we just got to keep going forward every day. You know, we have organizations, nonprofits even here in this great state of Minnesota that really support exactly what you've been doing. Um, and they say, okay, we want more women, more women. And I ask the question, are we looking at all the women we should be looking at? Are we reaching out to say, you can do this. We will support you in this, whether you are transgender or not. We will support you in that. Do you see there are more women coming together, starting nonprofits or starting, finding ways to start to find places, placements for those who would say, no, I'm not going to do that. But now they're looking at all the women that are in our state legislature as well as our national legislature, right? And and if that's happening, are we doing enough to entice them to come on board? Yeah, I mean, I, I hear all the time from people um, in Minnesota and out of Minnesota who are inspired by the work I'm doing, the work of other trans lawmakers. And, you know, we're not just here representing our own community. Many, many women, women of color, uh, women who are in circumstances that before they may have just thought there's no real way for me to do this. Um, and they're doing it and they're finding ways to do it. They're getting loans and starting businesses. They're running for office. They're starting nonprofits that they see, you know, individuals know what their communities need. And we are finding um, those people all over the place. It's, a, it's an incredible time for women and LGBTQ people in America in terms of motivation to make change and change that we haven't seen before. And that's what we need more of, right? You know, we hear uh, many years ago, we used to hear people say, hey, there are trans children out here and they're thriving. Do you believe that they are thriving? Because I hear stories that break my heart. I mean, there are many heartbreaking stories uh, in the trans community all over the, uh, the country. We are seeing bans on gender-affirming care. Um, more than a dozen states, Florida and Texas, are just about to sign their bans. It's going to continue. And, and, you know, young people are very concerned. Parents are very scared. Um, those states are doing real harm, lasting damage to our community uh, that we will need to spend decades on doing. Um, but that said, being a trans person, you know, I know that our community is thriving and our community will persist. It's what we do. It's what we've always done. There have always been trans people. There have always been trans children who grow into trans adults. We are not erasable. And even though it's difficult sometimes, and I know some families right now are facing 
excruciatingly difficult time, um, we are going to thrive. You have to thrive, and we have to support you in that. Um, I'm curious, a year ago, you talked about um, you're trying to build a future and that you commit your lives to that work. You, you, you commit your life to that work, and that can't be easy. Has it been difficult to manage not only uh, making sure that the, the work is being done and committing your life to that, but also has it been difficult to manage your history, you know, the writing, your, your actual history? Is someone writing that down for you so that you can go back and, and revisit exactly all that you've done, because that's a real challenge. So many people say, I want to write my story, but they start too late. Have you started? I've, I have started. I mean, I do have a little lush, a legislative blog that I'm not keeping as much as I would like, but I am doing, um, and I am a writer, and I come from media and journalism. I've written books. I, right, filmmaker. I greatly. I care greatly about the re- the recording of our stories and the sharing of our history. It's extremely important to me. Um, and I'm doing my best. It is hard because there is so much to do. Um, and I, you know, I, I tend to lean into the work um, and it can be hard to sit back and do the recording, but I'm, I'm doing my best and I will take this as a um, affirmation of the importance of that work and, and continue doing so. Yes, and congratulations on all of that. And really congratulations you. on you staying on top of that. Another question, um, last year that you talked about when you won, um, you said the world can't tell you who you are. Yet the world keeps trying, doesn't it? <laughs> it just wants to def- yeah, it wants to define every woman, whether it's LGBTQ plus community or not. They want to define all of us and tell us what we are to do with our bodies what we are to do with our bodies. Where do you stand on that in 2023? I mean, we, we are seeing um, this movement that is anti-trans. Uh, it's an extension of the movement that is anti-abortion, and it is um, bolstering this idea of women and queer people as something that can be easily defined by biological traits or whatever sort of game they want to play in terms of who is and is not what. And it's always the same people making the same arguments against different versions of our communities. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's very frustrating to continually be told you are not who you are. Mm -hmm. And by trying to do it to trans women, they're really hurting all women. Just like you said, every time we hear a new story about how a woman in a bathroom who is not trans was had the police called on her because she wasn't fitting normal gender stereotypes right and people Mm -hmm. thought that she was trans and you know we just see this over and over again it happens all the time to women of color as well who are just what sort of put into a circle of not the right version of woman and then they get attacked uh it's just it's a terrible history that we have and I can't wait to see those people defeated at the bolt, the ballot over and over again, like we did last year. We have to do it. We absolutely have to do it. I cannot tell you how grateful I am that you're joining us tonight. Lee, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep strong, stay strong. If you ever want to reach out to me here at WCCO radio, you can do so. I'll sing to you and see if I can calm you down. I'll try my best Mm -hmm. to encourage you in any way that I can. But just know I that. that I am so happy that you are a part of our legislature and that you are fighting. 
You are fighting to make the right difference. So take care of yourself, Lee, and I do hope that I can have you come on again in 2024. My pleasure. I can't wait to do it, and I look forward to that song. (laughs) You got it. Good night. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 